Welcome to the Six Pennies Podcast. Today it is all Six Pennies. Thank you. Hey-o. Finally. Um, with that being said, it might be like five pennies because now Mock is sick. Um, first it was Timmy, now it's Mock. But thank you guys for joining. And uh, today we have an awesome discussion. Um, I think we got one of these questions actually from Roger Lynn on one of the Facebook comments. So thank you, Roger, for, for leaving a comment. But he created a new term. So everyone's heard of GOAT, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. He created another term called GO-GOAT. So G-O-A-G-O-A-T. Go-goat. Yeah. What do you think that means to me? Uh, I don't know. So it means the, the greatest of all, greatest of uh, all time. Uh, yeah. So we're talking so- about... You know, I mean, I, I do agree with his premise. He's basically saying everyone's throwing the word goat around a little too judiciously, if you will. Mock, I'll start with you. I think when, when you first hear of go-goat, who's the first person you think of? Oh, man. This is a lot tougher than it seemed at first. I think, like, I I, I, I know personally, like, like Jordan's my, my oh, basketball goat, personally, Jordan. and... and <laughs> uh, you know, there's better in, in tennis. Uh, yeah, should we just go through like like some of the main sports and and figure out who they are and then pit them against each other? Yeah, we could do that. It's kind of hard because, in my opinion, some of those sports have just way too much parity that I don't consider them go goats, if you will. Um, I yeah, think so I'll... then you just knock them right out of the conversation immediately. Before we do that, this episode of the Six Pennies podcast is brought to you by Tasty Tales. Tasty Tales is located at 100 South Central Expressway, unit number 21 in Richardson, Texas, 75080. Tasty Tales is actually one of the featured entrepreneur series that we had a couple weeks ago. Thank you for Michelle V. Pepping. Uh, she is a new sponsor to Six Pennies podcast. Their store hours are Sunday to Thursday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then on Fridays and Saturdays is 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And also, they have happy hour. I know you guys love drinking, and I love drinking, but every day, Monday through Friday, they have happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. That includes 50 cent wings, $1 oysters, $3 for house wine, frozen hurricanes and margaritas, $3 for imported beers, and then also $2.50 for domestic beers. Again, that's happy hour every Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Let's let's go ahead and start with uh, baseball then, Timmy, since you love baseball so much. Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, who would you, I mean, from, I guess, a person who doesn't know baseball as much and the history behind baseball, but what are some of the names that pop into your head? I mean, I, I can probably name some guys, but... I mean, the, if you just ask somebody who doesn't know baseball at all, like the first name is probably Babe Ruth. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. It's like, was he really that good? What about like <laughs> Mickey Mantle and Hank Aaron? Are they better? Like, I, I don't know. Those guys are played in such a different era too, right? Yeah, This is these are all great points, man. Um, so out of those three guys, I would say, or I guess you would say Babe Ruth resonates with you the most. That might just be name recognition. That might be because there's a candy bar that's, that's named after him. <laughs> Mock, what about you? Baseball. Baseball's crazy because it's the most stat-oriented, but we also did just lose like an entire generation of players to steroids. True. And it's, it's hard for me Shout to... Shout out, Sammy Sosa. Shout out. We grew up 
the three of us, or, or at least me and you, Albert, like we grew up loving baseball, watching baseball. Like that home run battle between McGuire and and Sosa when they were going after Roger. Twenty Mears's, years ago, man. Even I watched that. Yeah, when when they were going after that was arguably peak baseball of our lifetime, and and now that whole era is just wiped out because of steroids and. Um, it's it's hard to compare eras now, especially just because all those records are tainted. Uh, I think if it wasn't for steroids or if there wasn't the, all that controversy around it, Barry Bonds would, yeah. would probably be the GOAT, right? Um, but a lot of that is because Babe Ruth was just so, so long ago. Like, he, he passed away in, like, the 40s. Um, so, but it is crazy that his records really all still hold up. Yeah. Like he, he still has seven hundred and fourteen home runs, which is third of all time behind Barry Bonds now and and Hank Aaron. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it seems it's like we just throw stuff. out baseball players. That's that's what I'm hearing. It's really hard to do baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the other thing is like baseball is so stat oriented, but then like one player can't have that much of an impact either, right? Yeah, case yeah, case the, in point. The, the, yeah, case in point. Mike Trout, who we see today as the best. Like, I don't think there's even any argument that he's the best baseball player in the league and has been for you know half a decade. But has he made a playoff? I think maybe only one postseason. Um, yeah, so it's really hard for one guy to. You're right. Affect team chemistry and also team success. Although. You know, Roger did give us this question. I do want to give props to his player. I think the greatest player of our generation, and Mock, I know you agree, is um, my namesake, Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols? Yeah, I think he's just far and away just the best hitter that we've seen in the last 10, 15, 20 years. Um, and then before that, I would, I would consider, you're right, like Barry Bonds. Um, even though my, my favorite player growing up was Ken Griffey, but he was he got derailed by injuries. Yeah. I consider him kind of like the Grant Hill of, of that era for baseball. And so, um, yeah. yeah, I well, think that sounds like we're just getting into discussions about players we like. Like, I feel like if we're really doing the the go go, we we just gotta cut cut guys. Like baseball is just done. Yeah, it, they they shouldn't be in the conversation. And then like if we're thinking about it that way, then somebody like Lance Armstrong is out of the picture. And then I don't know. Uh, there's probably others that we can come up with where there's some sort of scandal or something that should automatically just knock yeah. out of the picture. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Baseball, baseball's gone because there's no one guy. Like, there's no one guy that everyone can kind of agree on. So who's so, it for football? So you, football, in my opinion, and, and Mock's going to hate this, but to me it has to be Tom Brady. Um, oh, man. Five Super Bowls and... Oh. He continues to marvel at his, what, 40, 41 years of age. He's still setting records left and right. Um, but base, uh, football to me or the NFL to me is also similar to baseball just because yeah. way too much parity, too many good players, not one player, in my opinion, that just stands above the yep. rest. Well, because none yeah. of the players can, can actually play the entire game either. They only play half of it for the most part. They They pretty much just play half of it and then – for Brady, it's just like there's not enough separation between him and, and everybody else. It's not like it's a clear cut. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Um, Brady, like Brady's tough time. because even, you know, how long has he been in the league? Like 10 plus years. But of those 10 plus years, like how many of those years was he 
bona fide the number one QB in the league, right? Yeah. Like, even if you won the Super Bowl, like, you would say Aaron Rodgers has been the best QB the best three or four years, and then before that, there are, there are a bunch of other names, too, so. All right, football's out. Yeah, football's out. Um, I do want to mention Jim Brown. So a lot of people um, who don't really know NFL history, people actually regard Jim Brown. If you if you throw away quarterbacks, Jim Brown is regarded as, you know, the best football player ever. He cut his career short yeah. because he went into the military. He also did, you know, like social and political activism. So he only played like eight or nine years. But in those eight or nine years, I think he averaged like six yards a carry or something absurd like that. So um, shout that out to like, Jim Brown. Is that kind of like Barry Sanders too? Barry Sanders is up there, but he, he it's not it's like. kind of like Mike Trout. Yeah, like he, uh, yeah, he was a yeah. great player, but he, I mean, he had multiple chances multiple to chances. succeed. I think Jim Brown ended up winning a Super Bowl or, or a title during his run, but Barry Sanders, um, he's still great. I think he's, what, a top three or four running back, but I still, I, I still would say Jim Brown is the greatest. All right, so baseball's out, football's out. If we keep eliminating, I would say that we would, we kind of split it up. We're, we're starting with pretty much team sports. Yep. And out of team sports, we got still basketball, where it's kind of a, a Jordan, Russell, LeBron kind of conversation. Kareem. And then there's Kareem. Yeah, there's hockey with, like, Gretzky. There's soccer. I don't know. Pele or something. I think, I, I think for... Yeah, I think for... You're right. So basketball team sport, in my opinion, maybe Mock, you may disagree. You might have Jordan up there, but I don't, I don't consider him a go-goat just because um, with every record that he has, you can name someone with a higher record. So rings or points or whatever it may be. But yeah. hockey as a team sport, I think far and away is Wayne Gretzky as a go-goat. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's the best argument so far. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky, he's definitely the most recognizable name. He yeah, has video games named after him. Uh, uh, it's hard to argue against that, especially for a team sport. It's hard to get that recognizable. So then, what about individual sports? Tennis. What do we have? Tennis, golf, tennis. Uh, let's start with men's tennis. It's is it Federer hands down? It is Federer so. hands down. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people uh, at use. Least for now. Yeah, a lot of people use that use the head-to-head record as an argument against Federer. So it's it's actually a really weird trio. So it's the last ten years, it's all it's been all about Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, and uh, Novak Djokovic. But what's weird is Federer dominates Djokovic, but then can't beat Nadal. And then on the other side is Nadal beats Federer, obviously, but can't beat Djokovic. So there's like this weird. <laughs> triangle and it's one it's 100 percent mental but those who love and um you know respect federer they consider him the greatest of all time me being a huge nadal fan so i'm a bigger nadal fan than a federer fan i still can admit that raj is probably the best of all time with that being said i i do love that head-to-head record that nadal has on him yeah seems like there's too much there's too much, especially too much with that triangle there. you mentioned. Yeah. yeah, but what about on the women's side? I know we, we all love Serena, but there is an argument for for Steffi. Yeah, I mean it's it's not that they're not that far apart in terms of Grand Slams, right? Yeah, Serena's got one more than Graf at this moment. Yeah, I mean I think Serena's so dominant now and has been for many years, but 
in terms of like Steffi being dominant in her generation and then others before that, I don't think there's enough separation there either. I don't think it compares to Gretzky, at least, from where we are so far. Yeah, I I would say, so Steffi Groff during her peak is when I actually started, that was probably my peak into tennis, so like middle school, high school, so I was all about reading about tennis history and following the players and stuff. One argument, cause, so I think it's Serena and I don't think it's close. One argument I have and I, I base it on is the fact that Serena's competition in the last 10 years is better than what Steffi Groff had to endure during her reign. And I think a lot of it is due to just specialists. Back in the day, you would have like a grass court player or a clay court specialist, and that's really all they are. Whereas today's athletes, especially on the women's side, are a lot more versatile, they're a lot faster and stronger, and I think Serena, when compared to her peers, is way more dominant when Steffi is compared to her peers. All right, so I guess tennis is... It's kind of out as well, even though it's individual sport. Um, at least, probably the closest. At least for right now, yeah. Uh, who knows how many Serena might end up with, and this might be a different discussion in like five yeah. years or so. But what about uh, other? Yeah, what about one of the biggest individual sports? So I think right now, obviously, Tiger hasn't won a major in eleven years or ten years, which is kind of nuts if you think about it. But if you, yeah, if you if you think about who the greatest golfer of all time, I think it's Jack Nicklaus, and not only because of his eighteen majors compared to Tiger's fourteen, yeah. but Jack had like twenty or thirty second place finishes, and Jeez. Tiger only has like less than ten. So the yeah. fact that Jack competed and contended in like thirty or forty majors compared to Tiger's twenty, I think that. That just, like, blows him out of the water. With that being said, though, if you were to ask who played the best golf for, you know, who who played the best golf of all time, then to me, during the 1999 through 2001 era of Tiger Woods, when he yeah. held all four majors, I think that's untouchable. So it's, yeah. it depends on yeah. how you frame the question. Yeah, I agree. But because there's that argument there, neither of those can be yeah. a big go-go. Yep. So I I feel like the only main things left are probably like Olympic sports. So Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, anybody else? Those two are definitely go goats in my opinion. How can there be how can there be more than one go goat? I thought we were just getting one. Oh. Oh, you want yeah. like the supreme go goat? Yeah. I thought, if you're saying go goat, that means the greatest of all. Like, how can you keep oh, man. keep adding more and more? I feel like we we need to narrow it down to one. It should it should be one, and it, it probably we could either do one team and one individual or just get one so, in total. So Timmy, I think it's got to be one. Yeah. Just so one. Timmy, I, yeah. I would like to hear your thoughts. So Michael Phelps has the most gold medals out of any human yeah. being in in the in the history of Olympic competition, but then yeah. you Usain Bolt has um, is the only human being with three gold medals, whether in the 100 or 200, in three different Olympics. So which one to you is more impressive? I think Phelps is more impressive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he, he was in five Olympics, right? Five Olympics, and, uh, and didn't he win? And Wasn't it five? five or, or is it four? four? I think it's four. 
Well, what's crazy is he could not try. Still... Yeah, he could not try and still get into the 2020 Olympics if he really wanted to. The Olympics is just, I, it, it's hard because the Olympics, you, you probably wouldn't think of it as something to argue here because we only see it once every four years for these athletes. But at the same time, if you see them four times, yeah, it is four. Um, if you see them over the course of 16 years, that's yeah. unbelievable that he's at the, the very top of an individual sport, too. For 16 years, it's not like he can just ride the coattails of somebody else. Yeah, I, I think through our discussion, it, it comes down to Phelps versus Gretzky because Phelps stands alone when it comes to the Olympics. Because yeah. he, he's got 23 golds and the next highest is nine. Yeah. Like it's not wow. close. That, that's not even including all the other silvers and bronzes. That's nuts, yeah. man. Yeah, even if I, you were, I, if, even if you were to take out his relays and team team competitions. I'm sure he still has, like, what, 15 to 17 golds? Yeah, something like that. Jeez. I think he won. I think this is it. So, so before, we, before we say Michael Phelps is the go-goat, um, I do have a couple guys, or a couple athletes. One is 50-0 Floyd Mayweather, boxer. Oh, um, nice. 50 fights, 50 wins, never been... Oh, forgot about Ali, man. Never, yeah, never been, uh, never been knocked out or anything like that. Um, Ali is considered the goat, if you will. I think, I think the term goat actually was referring to Muhammad Ali. But if you look at his yeah. record, um, you know he's lost, you know, a handful of times, and so I think his goat status is more because of his persona, his legacy yeah. afterwards, but really not his unblemished record in the ring because that's really yeah. Floyd, May Floyd Mayweather. Like politics and everything else. Yeah. I mean, the argument against Floyd, because uh, during his heyday, I was a Pacquiao fan, um, yeah. was that Floyd wouldn't, wouldn't fight the hardest or the, the best fighters at the time at yeah. their peaks. So he would wait until they age or he would make sure that uh, they would agree on a weight that would be advantageous for him. Uh, with that being said, though, I don't think you can argue, right? Fifty and O is fifty and O, and uh, also in terms of like the money that he's made just from boxing, I think, I think that's probably number one overall. Yeah. Hey, I, wait. So you had one other person, right? Who was your other guy? The other guy I have, and I wish I knew more about him and the sport. But in Formula One, there's a guy named Lewis Hamilton. He drives for the Mercedes team, and he has been on a run never be before seen in racing sports. And so um, he also is a many, many multiple-time millionaire. And so um, giving props to Lewis Hamilton, I think he's won, I don't know, like five or seven straight years now, which is, which is like Jordan level, right? Winning six straight, so... Lewis and Hamilton and Floyd Mayweather are two uh, two guys I wanted to mention. What about Joey Chestnut? <laughs> Joey Chestnut, no. yeah, I mean that's that's a good if point. Professional but eating is a sport. It is a sport, and he won what eleven of the last twelve hot dog eating contests. I wonder who beat him. Was it Kobayashi? But that's the thing. Kobayashi, I would say, might still have more name recognition. Oh, right? True. Yeah, but I mean, his is, is because it's a, it's like a physical marble, and it's amazing to watch. It, maybe less about like exactly what his records are or anything like that. Yeah. 
I think I think we're just grasping at straws. I think it's I think it's Gretzky and Phelps, and I think it's Phelps. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I would have to agree, just because it's it's so much easier to gain that status as an individual, right? Versus team sport, because even in hockey, there's you know so many different positions. Uh, it's just I I can't even name off the top of my head like how many championships Gretzky has, right? Yeah. Me- Maybe it's because we're not hockey fans. Yeah, no, that's true too. Or I'm not. LB, who's your who's your vote? Yeah, I I think uh, when Mock and I kind of mentioned this earlier today, I mentioned uh, Michael Phelps, and you're right. I think it's it's too hard in a team sport just because a the player can't play the entire game, and then b so many different teams win it, whereas Michael Phelps in four Olympic games. Mock that stat that you just gave us, 23 golds, second place only has nine. It's, it's, um, it's probably the most dominance that we've ever seen in athletics. I would have to agree. I think, so I think we're set there. All right. Great Roger, question. So, yeah, the, yeah, that's a great question. We, we were able to talk about it for 20 minutes, but uh, we, we all came to the consensus answer that the Go-Goats is Michael Phelps. And I really do think if he were to get in a pool today and started training, he would be winning golds in the 2020 Olympics as well. So uh, I think he was just born and bred to swim, and um, he's the greatest to ever do it. Mock, any final comments? No, I'm looking forward to the next Olympics now, just hoping and crossing <laughs> my fingers that to see him on screen again. It, it's, it is crazy that he's already been in four, though. That kind of blows my mind. I mean, the last Olympics, though, was such a good send-off for him, right? Like, the video of him listening to music while his rivalry <laughs> rival is, like, dancing in front of him. Like, that face is it's the most iconic face of that Olympic Games. But I think, like, that's the only thing I remember now of Michael Phelps. <laughs> that and, like, the Super Saiyan... Oh, the point one finish. Yeah, right the celebration when he basically like splashed the entire pool of water out just because <laughs> he, he hit the water surface of the water so hard. Um, and props to Michael Phelps. Without him, our gold medal count against China would have been a lot closer. Yikes, yeah. Yeah. That's true. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Please check us out on Facebook, Six Pennies Podcast. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, and tune in for those who are on Android and Tesla's review, five stars, and uh, check us out. Thanks, guys.